Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Boy, it is John Boy time, I'm your host, John Francis Fahey. Joining me as ever, prettiest boy under the sun, uh, a phallic symbol. Uh, he is Aaron Joseph Pita. How are you? I'm good. Uh, you know what I was thinking about today? Tell me. This morning was uh, how cool that Dr. Infinity guy was. Remember yeah, Dr. Yeah, Infinity? Yeah, yeah sucked yeah. his own dick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was fucking leapfrogging through buildings. And, and mission, time. Mission, yeah, time. 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 Timeless. Sucking his own dick through the which wormhole. Is, which is timeless. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was cool. Yeah. For a minute. Now, you also, in the fan fiction, you had Loki, I think, fucking his own ass yeah, through, through one of Yeah, through one of Doctor Strange's uh, sparkly uh, portals. Yes. Which is a similar idea. But Quite, better. It's actually, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's actually it, better. This guy's a hot, uncut Nordic god, you know? Because uh, Dr. Infinity was like fucking Slovakian or something. That way you're like, I don't know if I'm if I'm getting off from the catching or the pitching. Mm-hmm. But before we get into all that, to your right, my left, handsome Matt Rousseau. Hi. Hi. Hello. It's Frenchman Henchman. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, man. No, no, notorious <laughs> Frenchman. Um, I, uh, I just want to say uh, thank you for the response, everybody, on the G.G. Allen episode. Um, I really like that G.G. Allen's name is All In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really nice, isn't it? It's not Allen. It's Allen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, our friend Gumball Head the Cat, uh, he, uh, he dropped to this little anecdote. He goes, my friend Jim went to a G.G. show. It had been moved from a club to a room in a porn shop. He wasn't 21 yet, but he talked them into letting him watch through a window in the door. At one point, Gigi asked all the true fans to come up front. A bunch of people did, and Gigi maced them. <laughs> Jim was glad to be behind that door. <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> Where are my true fans at? <laughs> Stupid fucking idiots! <laughs> Eat shit. We love it! Yeah. I mean, plus, if you're just in that room and there's mace, dude, you're all getting oh, yeah, it. It's not yeah, good. I'm, I'm hiding in the glory hole. Now that we know uh, post-COVID how droplets work. Oh, man. Someone's dude. got their dick out. It's, oh, there's all sorts of particles, on. man. Yeah. <sighs> um, guys, if uh, if you want to um, get involved in the conversation, please do. Uh, Profiles and Eccentricity on Instagram. PP Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we have the Patreon. It's really the place to be. Yeah. Some uh, people do tell me they like the Patreon better than the regular episodes. And those people... And I don't agree, but also... It's pretty nice. It's nice if you if you like you know if you if if this show is far too structured for you. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. Uh, if you want to get into unbridled anarchism, <laughs> that's right. That's uh, what the Patreon uh, is like. Borderline nihilism. Yeah. Uh, or nihilism, whatever. I don't know. Uh, I say nihilism. Mm. Uh, then yeah, sure, you could get in there and experience uh, pure chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we. Um, we also got to say uh, we have a YouTube, YouTube, oh, yeah. and, uh, and you got you got to hit the like and subscribe button. <laughs> yeah, maybe gotta, leave a like and a comment. I don't know. I hear, that I hear that's what you're supposed to do. No, subscribe no. on the uh, yes on the uh, on both to all get, get get in there and report other podcasts for breaking the terms of service. Yes, <laughs> uh, friend Kim Frazier, uh, he he requested Matt do a hockey profile. Yes, I think really, we'll see that in the future. Idea. It's a very good idea. Yeah. They do call him Little Hockey. 
um, and, and we've he, seen and we've also heard a few things uh, from a few listeners uh, about uh, Werner Herzog's yes new new documentary about oh, lava flows yes. or no meteorite impact sites yeah visitors from the universe hey, his favorite documentary thing that you linked us to was great yeah, too, yeah i love how he puts his own documentary in it too oh at the end he puts <laughs> one of his own he's like they're all great let's be real yeah well, he's <laughs> something you don't right. ever, yeah i mean we, yeah he's right but it's just something you don't see coming from him yeah uh, I when he talks about the art of killing and he goes, yeah. um, he says to the, he's like, he's like, if you don't leave in these four minutes of footage, you will have lived in vain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You will have lived in vain over four minutes of footage. <laughs> it's incredible. And so, of course, the guy puts it yeah, in. He, of course. Um, Aaron, we got that Mike Tyson fight. We're looking forward to That's going to be real I'm nice. I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> uh, I saw something today. Roy Jones Jr., I want to eat your heart. <laughs> Because I love you, man. I'll fuck you till you love me. No, but but I love you too now. I'm a changed man. I man. smoke a lot of weed these days. You know, Joe. I, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a bit of a toad enthusiast. <laughs> toad. Uh, then I was telling I was telling John a little bit earlier. I saw this thing that so that some rapper that I don't fucking know about. Uh, and listen, I'm down. I'm I'm hip. I'm cool. Sure, sure, you know, yeah. I don't know who this yeah, fucking so. guy was, but he was on Hotboxing with Tyson. He was on Tyson's podcast, mm-hmm. and he was um he was making some comments about Dwayne Wade's daughter, trans daughter, mm. daughter who oh boy was a, yeah born a, a young boy, but uh, is trans, uh, female, woman, girl, whatever. Uh, Gender's fake. Yeah, that's right. And the election. He said some, it wasn't like hate shit. He was just like, yeah, you know, man, I don't, I don't know, know about, I don't know about 12 year olds making that decision, whatever, whatever. And then Mike Tyson's like, yo, man, you know what I learned, man? Like, what the fuck right do I have to ever talk about anybody's life or life decision, man? Like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> he was like woke great. checking this dude. That's and I was great. like, we have fucking com- but that's the thing that's so funny about that. Mike Tyson is the beacon of, um, you know, uh, gender acceptance and mm-hmm. uh, empathy uh, yeah, in, yeah. in culture right now. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, it's just what a what a wonderful, wonderful, strange time to be. But alive. it's a it's a funny thing about um, about him and that podcast specifically is that people will go on and and tell stories about Mike Tyson (laughs) with Mike Tyson. (laughs) And man, that guy sounds pretty crazy. And he's like, and then he's like, you know, he doesn't remember, but he's nodding, you know? And, um, he, uh, he's just like a guy that has an interview podcast where he's still the one that should be being interviewed the right. whole time. Right? Yes. He's way more interesting than anybody yeah. there. That's why so, he started the podcast. So it's, you it's, know, I think I'd like to have an, a, pod, a podcast where I interview Mike Tyson every yeah. day. Yeah. And like, he does. Kind of, he yeah. just come on and remind him about his history. But also he's got so much history too that there's not going to be something that comes up where like he doesn't have an opinion. And yeah. That being the case yeah. in point, like, um... He's going to be like, man, you know what I think, man, based on my multitude of experiences and whatnot and run-ins I've had with various individuals all over the world. My and ups and downs, <laughs> trials and tribulations. All scopes of life and, you know, incomes. Uh, my mythological like, uh, like arc of existence. Yeah. My folk hero life I live right now. Yeah. And it's it, as if he's, he's, the best. he's not curious. He's still curious. But he's more curious than ever. But it's just that he has, you know, he's just got his his things that he he believes in. But he's he's also yeah, he's chilled out a little bit more. He's totally. I mean, yeah, way a, a little bit more. It's not yeah, not accurate. A lot, a lot, incredibly, a lot of incredibly, it more. and yeah. but still found the fire to start training again at fifty. Yeah, he looks great. Yeah, 
It's incredible. And after all the fucking coke this guy did, I can't believe his heart's not fucking blown out of his chest, but he's just a special mm-hmm. human being. Yeah. Uh, so that's in like, um, oh, when's this going to go on? When's this going to be posted? Uh, just mid- midweek? Wednesday? Mid- Day yeah. before Thanksgiving. Hey, everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Because everybody. you're all obviously quarantining in a plexiglass booth by yourself. Yeah. Eating a, a Zoom turkey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, let's give thanks to whatever whatever you got to give thanks to mm-hmm. right now, which is a lot. Uh, give thanks to an incompetent administration filing frivolous lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because, because they could be good at their job, and that would be scary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. Okay. That's all. Um, and give thanks that Mike Tyson will be fighting in about a week from when you hear this. Wow, that's amazing. Roy Jones Jr., Mike Tyson, pay-per-view live. Maybe we'll uh, live comment it or something. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Try to figure that out. Uh, we, uh, we got anything else that we wanted to catch up on real quick? Oh, we got to say, uh, check us out on YouTube and Instagram, especially because Dark Roast Dallas did the Jesus best animation yeah, so good. we've ever seen yet of, uh, Chris Colt. Chris Colt's incredible. Uh, yeah. Peyote. Sp- I mean, you're going to have to, you got to pause it and like, just look at the detail that, that, that he puts, jams into it. And it's really it's like a three, four, four minute video, and they're sh- all excellent. There's of so, course so much, in and they are all so dense with little nods to previous episodes, show canon. Yeah, um, really, really great. So thank you to uh, Dark Roast Dallas. Yeah, and um, and keep, stay tuned for more of that. We're gonna keep making. Cartoons we're gonna keep and, doing it, and it, you know maybe you know you show him some love. Yeah, maybe yeah. follow him on Instagram. Yes, yeah, please yeah, do. do. Buy some prints from him, or you know some some you know just send him some money. And, mm-hmm. Let him get a sandwich, a coffee. Mm. <laughs> for God, for God's sakes! Yeah, it's Thanksgiving, people. Um, I'm gonna say this on the air, <laughs> just so that I hold myself to it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do Mike Tyson for Christmas. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Sweet. I, I gotta, thought you were gonna say another one. Not undisputed truth, but Rasputin truth. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. I know, Rasputin's coming. Too. Rasputin's almost, um, you know, not as complex. Yes, I, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, there's just there's just so little, comparatively little record. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'd rather do Tyson. I like him better. Yeah. Uh, argue, you know, probably uh, less creepy. Definitely less creepy than Rasputin. Yeah, for sure. I can see that. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that here now. Okay, so you're doing it when? I'll do it for Christmas. That's great. That's fun. That's fun. Hmm. Kid Dynamite under the Christmas tree. Now, Matt, you got a little something for us, I'm, 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 I'm told. I do. I do, John. I thought you... Uh... Uh, uh, I, I, don't, I don't have anything specific okay. right now. Well, I also... I was getting into something with Aaron that we were talking about the other day, but I also thought it might be a little bit uh, lewd. But let's uh, see. Let's do yours, and then we'll see what we got on time. Lithivia. And then maybe we'll, maybe we'll throw in uh, me and Aaron. We're talking about some, you know, common brother fucker shit. Now, um, so this is gonna be a, a you know music adjacent guy. Or, I don't know, a musician. Um, and I didn't mean to do back to back after Gigi. Um, I think at the I was planning on doing it with you last week, but we didn't. Yes. Either. So. Um, well, so, uh, you know, there's uh, plenty of famous duos in music, mm-hmm. right? Your Ike and Tina, your Sonny and Cher, your Simon Garfunkel, Eric B. Rakim, uh, Mama Cass Ham Sandwich. Hall and Oates. That's right. Mama Cass Ham's. She died on that. She choked no, on it. It's a hell of a duo. 
I'm sure there were some sides. <laughs> uh, Lennon McCartney, of course, and uh, Paul McCartney uh, said that him and John uh, did masturbate together. Really? I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, it's just a fun thing to do. They said they masturbated together? Well, uh, at least once. You said um, it like, like um, people were doubting it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did masturbate true, together. True. Fact. It was, it was, it was a bit of a, a, a rumor that we were... We were wanking together, and that's 100% true, isn't it? <laughs> it's a bit more Ringo than Paul. Uh, he said uh, they, they didn't think much of it at the moment. He said uh, mm-hmm. what it was it was over at John's house. It was a group of us. <laughs> and instead of getting roaring drunk and partying, I don't even know if we were staying over or anything. We were all just in these chairs. The lights went out, and somebody started masturbating, so we all did. Huh. And part of the fun was, uh, he said, we were just uh, yelling, Bridget Bardot, woo, and then everybody would thrash a bit more. <laughs> well, Bridget Bardot is highly spankable. Yeah, and then Lennon yelled, Winston Churchill. Nice. All right. <laughs> also, well, he was naked a lot. <laughs> yeah. Good little cigar in his mouth, he, drunk, passed he did, out. He liked oh. to get naked a lot. It was an issue for the secretaries, I believe. I heard LBJ used to shit with the door open. Yeah, talk mm-hmm. to the press. Yeah, mm-hmm. come on in. Mm-hmm. Hot shit I in smell the a story. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the Washington Post. And <laughs> <laughs> McCartney also said, uh, he said, I think it was a one-off or maybe it was like a two-off. It wasn't a big thing. It's kind of thing you don't think much of. Yeah, it's quite raunchy when you think about it. Um, it was a harmless fun. It didn't hurt anyone, not even Bridget Bardot. Oh. He also mentioned that uh, it's probably true that they listened to George Harrison loses virginity. Really? Yeah. Oh. And uh, he's a sitar. <laughs> <laughs> I like George Harrison. I think yeah. he's just fine. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah. Don't you think? I really, I love him. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, uh, there's another story I'll save for the Patreon. Uh, but I'm going to talk about a, uh, another duo uh, for this one, or just one of the, one of the guys, basically. Mm. Um, the guy from uh, uh, this song. He's not a shit eater, but, you know, I think it's still a pretty interesting life here, you know? We can't all eat shit. No, but we can jerk off together. Yes. It's been rough and rocky traveling, but hey. I'm finally standing this is Willie Nelson. on mm-hmm. the ground. Are you doing a profile on weed? After taking several <laughs> readings, I'm surprised to find my mind still fairly sound. Um, just I guess as a note, uh, Willie Nelson's got a, a cover of Under Pressure with Karen O. Whoa. out right now. Wow. It's pretty wild. Well, it's pretty we chill. Received our education in the Fun fact. Of the nation, I like that. Me and Paul. So this is Willie Nelson's song, Me and Paul. It's about his longtime drummer, best friend, Paul English. Paul English. Yeah. I like yeah. that guitar coming in the right speaker yeah, there. That's, nice if you're staying in a motel there That's stereo. Just don't leave yeah. nothing in your clothes. So, okay. So, this is about Paul English. Hmm. Texan. And now, is he doing all that fine drum work on that track? He is doing all the drum work. (laughs) He is a very steady hand. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think he was replaced by a grandfather clock. (laughs) (laughs) He he was the drummer from Led Zeppelin. (laughs) No, no, Def Leppard, sorry. Nice. Sorry, I blew that. Bollinger was born in 1932 in Vernon, Texas. As a kid, he took up boxing. He hung out at the Hell's Half Acre, uh, where guys would get uh, get jumped, get in fights. 
Uh, when he when he when he goes at uh, Hell's Half Acre, he uh, he gets jumped by a bunch of kids. He fights them off, and he joins the gang known as the Peroxide Boys. Nice. They're uh, all bleachheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a quote. No, uh, this is from the Oxford American, and they're um, very good uh, profile of him. Um, and also some Rolling Stones articles, but uh, this is for the Peroxide Boys. Quote, known for their chemically treated hair and their penchant for petty theft and jimmying pinball machines with BBs and wire for cash payouts. Wow. Running with characters named Cowboy and Lunkhead, he graduated to breaking and entering and general delinquency. They sound like um, mm-hmm. uh, the greasers, the greasers yeah, yeah, yeah. of uh, uh, you know, Pony Boy, et cetera, and those crews. Because they, yeah. they, well, he bleached his hair. Sure. Right. No COVID there. <laughs> <laughs> what about Archie and Jughead? Let's go get some burgers. Oh, go to the DQ. Oh, Betty and Veronica, you're so hot. Oh, God, I want to wear my Letterman sweater. Just come on it. Oh, God. Oh, man. I don't know who those comics were for. I have no idea. They were just like in the supermarket, and it was like, you're always like, what's this fucking Jughead? Dude, head? there's but, a show on CW right now that is that. Well, they made it like Twin Peaks for yeah. that, though. It was like, How, what, did they just like scoop up the rights on eBay? I'm they must like, have. Let's fucking make it weird. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't I don't know who it was for, though. I don't know, but you know. What was with Jughead and those burgers? What if, what if those comics were mad Twin Peaksy <laughs> and we just missed out? True, yeah. That'd be cool. I don't think they were. Bazooka Joe was like lost or something. <laughs> they did do Archie versus Predator. That was a new comic too. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah, sexual predators. No, Archie no. versus sexual predator. Oh god. <laughs> the mouth opening and stuff. You know? I, I just I'm like I'm all, that Jughead shit. It is funny to me. What's with those burgers? Oh, What's going he, on? He's always the one chowing him he's down. Always, yeah, he's got a crown what? on for no reason. What he's about like, the, he's the guy, Burger King? What about that weird? He's the Kurger Bing. <laughs> Do they have cold, ice cold Peavis? Yeah, next time I'll come too. Um, cumb, cumb. Uh, uh, what's with the, the? There's a burger guy in, in uh, Popeye. Is there? There's that guy that lo- I'll gladly pay you tomorrow yeah, yeah, yeah. for two oh, really? today. Oh, really? Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Uh, and Popeye's like, I just ate spinach. Uh, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> Plus, I farted. <laughs> <laughs> Leafy greens make me gassy. <laughs> and Bluto. Uh, okay, so, so he, he joins these gangs. He claims around this time, uh, you know, this he's in his late teens now, and he's arrested over 100 times. Huh? Yeah, he's, uh, one time he even got arrested three times one day. God. He, was, he said he stayed up until 3 o'clock in the morning, got out at 7, went back at noon, got out. And he was born in 32, so this is the 50s. This is, yeah, near the 50s. Oh, yeah. these are those MAGA days. Okay. That they talk about. The late 40, yeah, 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 okay, okay. Yeah. Late 40s. Jesus Christ, in Texas. Yeah. Imagine being a black kid getting arrested 100 times in Texas. <laughs> I don't think it got Never that Never happened. No. Yeah, I don't think it Never got that Never happened. But, you know, the thing, the thing I, I would imagine back in these times, um, you know, the, the cop that arrested you was like your dad's bowling buddy. Yeah. I mean, Yeah, exactly. I'm not excusing any of anything hmm. but i am saying small town stuff back in the day sure. is, is, is a much different brand of justice or yeah whatever it's probably where he got his drumming style too it's just <laughs> listening to the clock in the jail <laughs> say you know that new sound i've been looking for i learned for? to drum by banging my mug against the bars <laughs> <laughs> okay so he's getting arrested a hundred times uh-huh uh in the 50s and 60s um uh, fort worth texas uh was was kind of run by it was it was known as Little Chicago. 
because all of the gangs in the area were strong enough to keep Chicago gangs from getting in there. And it also Whoa. had like a bustling prostitution and trafficking and racketing um, and gambling. Right. What race ran it? Texan. The good old boys. Yeah, that's right. Good answer. <laughs> Ten-gallon hats. Full of coke. <laughs> now, are those 10-gallon hats? Everything's wigger in Texas. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, oh, I. Uh, he, he became, uh, he started working with the uh, um, Dixie Mafia in Fort Worth. He was known as the judge. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. Anytime people had like a dispute, they would come to him and his word was... was yeah. Was final. You're shitting me. How old was he here? He's in his early 20s. Early 20s. He's the judge of the Dixie Mafia. Mm -hmm. Now settling disputes like... Um, you, you fucked my wife. No way. I don't, I don't know. I'm just imagining. Huh. Well, I'm guessing also you stole, he stole this from me. He stole right. this from me. Stuff like that. But all... Or all you shorted the, me. The, the, the own petty criminal yes. judge, justice circuit. Yes. Got it. Interesting. And, um... There's a, there's a place called uh, Th Thunder Road, uh, Jacksboro Highway. It's a strip of motels and bars, restaurants, nightclubs. This is like, they also had illegal casinos, whorehouses, and uh, quote, quote, gut buckets. Gut, gut buckets? Gut buckets. Little no, shitty go, dive bars? What those are. Yeah, they like shitty little, so like places like, uh, bars would also be called blood and bucket bars, mm. where it's like, if you went there, you're going to get in a fight. No. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like to go to the ones where you could just hang out with girls. <laughs> That's why you go to the brothels, dude. Yeah. Or guys. Yeah. Or I don't believe in gender. It's all fake. We all use one bathroom now. <laughs> My mouth. That's exactly right, Aaron. Your mouth. And uh, he, he, <laughs> Line up. Huh? <laughs> I already ate. See the human toilet. <laughs> Freak and geek. Uh, he, he, he said that, you know, people wouldn't get killed unless they truly deserved it. Who say what that really means? Uh, a lot of people were blown up with dynamite. What? Um, Good God. He, uh, he would blow people up. No, with... no, not, not him, uh, but people in but general. He was the people in general. One time, one time he tried to use dynamite uh, on behalf of the Peroxide Boys, and he said, I wasn't very good at it. We tried to throw the dynamite into a bar for somebody else. It blew up here, it blew up over there, but only put a little hole in the roof, didn't do any damage. But I think they got the message. And he started, he started running around um, working for guys known like Tinsy Eggleston. Tinsy? Yeah. Cecil Green. Hmm. Uh, uh, Benny Binion. Oh, Betty, Be Binion? Be Binion. Be Benny Binion? Benny Binion? Benny Binion. Oh, never heard uh, of him. I ran a Fort Worth uh, v a vending machine company. Ah, nice. he, was he the guy that made it into Binion's Casino? I think so. Vending machines, casinos. <laughs> I think so. This has no facts to back it up. Because yeah, yeah vending machines. Sure. I, I think so too. Huh. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tune into YouTube End, for that one. End of story. Uh, <laughs> Binion's nemesis was Herbert the Cat Noble. He was named the Cat because he had survived nine attempts on his life. Jesus. And then one day he opened his mailbox and he died. No. Uh, anthrax. <laughs> Al Qaeda. Dynamite. They sent it back in time, dude. Kid dynamite, and uh, all of the all of these guys were like surprise, mother. They were all killed off like around Paul. Uh, he said at one point, the uh, um, five people were killed on like five people in individual explosions were killed over one weekend. Jesus, in fucking Fort Worth Christ. with dynamite in the sixties. <laughs> in, in is this the sixties? Uh, no, this is fifties still. 
God Almighty! What? It's I mean, happening time. This is a this is wild, wacky stuff. I mean, just, this, this is supposed to be idyllic, uh, idyllic America. No, here's yeah, the no, thing weird, too, though, no, is weird. that it's uh, you know um, I was lied to. Your uh, your uh, roommate, our friend uh, Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, told me to check out this gangster in Cleveland, which I'm you know thinking about doing a profile on. And that was the '70s, but still, that was all explosives too. Oh, okay. and that was, but that was at least organized crime, which is the only time you ever really think about explosives. Like, you never see movies where people are just casually killing each other with dynamite in gang wars. <laughs> right, yeah. right. It's really just this is like an underreported phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. Drive by dynamiting. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, can you imagine living in those fucking like in Fort Worth and being like? What the hell are they doing now? Well, you're, we're, you could, we're like, oh, those we're, guys with the combs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're probably like, perfect. hey, we can, <laughs> we can go into this bar tonight because it was dynamited last night, so they're not going to dynamite it again. Now we can, now it's going to be safe tonight. God. I imagine. Other yeah. than I the think. falling rafters. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hole in the roof. <laughs> One of those, you just see me rollerblading into a gay bar. The next, <laughs> my nipples pierced. <laughs> I'm out of the scene, dude. You're Kid Dynamite. The gut bucket scene, I'm oh, out. Yeah. Right into the <laughs> wait. What is that? Nut bucket. Very good, Aaron. Very. I was good. gonna say cum bucket. Oh, or toilet slave or whatever. Toilet slave, huh? <laughs> T.S. Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> toilet slave. <laughs> El- <laughs> toilet slave <laughs> Elliot. The E.T. gay porno sequel. <laughs> Elliot. <laughs> it's not his finger that's glowing. No, no. What? <laughs> What do you think it is? Who's to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, for five years straight, uh, the Fort Worth uh, uh, press is a tabloid in town. Uh, for five years straight, uh, Paul English was listed as one of the 10 most unwanted criminals in town. Un- unwanted? Yeah. Like run him out of town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he was a regular at the, uh, the perp walk circuit. Every now and then, the cops would just like get some perps to walk in front yeah, of the yeah, press. Yeah, yeah, the usual suspects. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Now, did the cat ever walk it? <laughs> Not if he was blown up. <laughs> On the catwalk. Yeah. And then uh, he eventually he does he does go to jail for burglary, and he says he says it's for the it's the only thing he didn't do. Hmm. He said, uh, "Him and uh, he was he was seventeen. So, so this would have been, okay, yes, like 49, late 40s is when most of this in. And uh, he's arrested for burglary. He said, like, he has, he's supposed to ride with, with his two brothers to go and, and meet someone. And they go to pick up the older brother, and he's not there. So some, the other person in the car says, let's raid the refrigerator. So then they raid the refrigerator. At the guy's house? Yeah. Huh. And then they're driving down, and they get in a, uh, uh, the cops start chasing him, and his car dies, and the cops arrest him for burglary. Hmm. For refrigerator rating? Yeah. And he How spends- do they know that they didn't? Where'd you get? I know that ham sandwich anywhere. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's probably like, you know, trumped up charges or some shit. Trailer raisins. Yeah. Trailer raisins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Banana peel back there. I almost slipped and broke my fucking neck. <laughs> this is a joke. <laughs> I know about that fridge rating too, man. Dude, you said that. I mean, I'm not, not I don't, I don't want to belittle the act of fridge rating. Yeah. But I, my, my real question is, how did he know? It's true. Hey, maybe someone called. My fridge is empty. <laughs> <laughs> is it running? <laughs> Round up the usual suspects. Yeah. You better catch it. 
On the perp walk. Yeah. Uh, so he goes to jail for nine months. Jesus, for fridge shit? <laughs> yeah. That's such bullshit. That doesn't make it. No, it doesn't. No, 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 no. Oh, God. Do you think that... And do you think any of that is fake, or do you think that perhaps the refrigerator rating was uh, akin to Capone's tax evasion? Right, right, right. Red herring. Yeah. Yes, and and this was uh, this was the way they got him. Yeah, I can see that. By the way, speaking of red herrings, I found out. I'll save this for the Patreon, but I found out a little bit about Swedish fish. Oh, while you were eating all of mine. <laughs> you had the fucking fishy gummies or whatever from fucking. They're called delish fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was, what was I talking about? Swedish fish. Yeah. Okay. Same thing. Red, red, red gummy <laughs> fish. <laughs> they were delicious. Yeah. I know you don't like them. I, I, I wish I could try one and find out. There's still some there. No, there's not. I know that. I, I, you know, I did today. you fa- I threw thought I was doing you a favor. Threw it out today. You threw them out. No, I threw out the empty bag. I did not. You I did, sasquatched I t- the whole I tell you, thing. I did not leave them empty, John. I would never do that. You would leave one like an for asshole. Me, for later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thinking about you. Me, not me. No, I don't like them. You're right. <laughs> Good. Plus, I got them for free. <laughs> Plus, I farted. <laughs> oh, 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 Aaron doesn't know how to work anything. Inspector Gadget, they call him. <laughs> Come on. Inspect her gadget, they said. Well, I barely know her gadget. <laughs> so, so, uh, so Paul English goes to jail for nine months. And while he's there, he learns, uh, he learns two things. One of them is chess. And the other uh, is he learned from another prisoner. And uh, he, sa- he said, uh, I met a good thief who told me if you're going to be a thief, be nothing but a thief and plan to spend two thirds of your life in prison. <laughs> Jesus. He said the best route to take was, with, was in rackets because there was no jail sentence, there's more money, and you're dealing with a higher class of people. There's no jail sentence for racketeering? Them, that changed. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. They don't even get it. It's just fridge rating. What he <laughs> meant was stealing tennis rackets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got it way off. <laughs> got to serve your sentence. What? <laughs> I'm thinking about getting to outlaw country, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm sick of doing time. I want to keep time. You got to go to court. <laughs> so he gets out of jail and he starts doing leather work for money. Oh, is that gay shit? No, no, no. Game shit. No. Leather daddy. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, gators make good leather. <laughs> These are my gator skin gimp masks. <laughs> The zipper's made from his teeth. It's <laughs> pretty good. That's a nice. You like that? Yeah, it's like Venom. Mm. He's like Venom. Nice. Good call. Uh, he's not making a lot of money with the leather work, so he gets back into the racket game and he starts pimping. He is 22 years old. He oh starts God. pimping. Yeah. Now he is in Fort Dallas, Fort Worth area still. Yeah. yeah. And he's a white man and he's pimping. He's pimping, yeah. Pimping no, white no. women. Now yeah. we're looking at 54 ish. Uh, Born 32? 22, yeah. Yeah. He's pimping white women. Uh, well, they're Texan. <laughs> yeah. Man, they're fucking and sucking. That's right. And, uh, well, I mean, I only ask because it's a notoriously segregate, segregated industry, and any time that is, the boundary is uh, breached, that's, it's notable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing, I assume. Or he was, could be pimping men. I don't fucking I assume it's white women because he just said, I asked a friend of mine if she wanted to do it. She said yes. A friend of mine. Hmm. None of the uh, pimp, pimpology, pimp game, p- 
pimp book, high quality manipulation and shit. No, no, he said he never. He I never just asked him. a friend of mine if she wanted to fuck this guy for a few bucks. Yeah, pretty much. A tennis racket or whatever. <laughs> he, he, he said he was. Uh, he never hit anybody, and he and, and he called those guys wimps hmm. and wusses. Uh, and his his uh, his his, uh, his uh, rule, uh, informal rule with the ladies was uh, before you start, light a cigarette and put it in the ashtray, and then when the cigarette's finished, get out of there. So that way you can keep. Keep making money. Oh, so for the woman to put a cigarette. Yeah. Okay. That was That's her timer. timer. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Smart. Yeah. You know, alarm clock. Sounds like a real delight. <laughs> yeah, it probably smells great in there. <laughs> smells like an ashtray with cum. <laughs> smells like the teak. <laughs> and eventually he moved his payment operation to like a hotel. Where like, was it before? Um... Random places, Cars. I'm guessing. Like, probably motels. <laughs> An ashtray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He moved to a hotel and he said the, the, uh, they made more money, but they also, the hotel took a cut. The bellman, he said, the bellman took uh, 40%. There's a 10% taxi tax. Um, but he said it was uh, the people coming through there. Cal- Is that why they're called taxis? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. That's why. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Binions. <laughs> I think. 19th COVID. I guess so. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but it's a high class hotel. So he says Cowboys movie stars are coming in. Desi Arnaz was a good trick. The drummer? <laughs> the leader of that band? Is that how he got into drumming? <laughs> Is that how he met Lucy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lucy, Lou Cigarette. Very nice. Wow. Uh, Lucy, Lucy Ball. What? I don't know what the fuck you mean. Balling somebody is oh, fucking okay. them. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah Lucy she Ball. those fucking chocolates in her mouth. Where'd she learn to do that? Oh, Lucy in the ashtray. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm putting it together. Yeah. I'm right there with you. <laughs> uh, he said Desi Arnaz always liked to party. Chop uh, it up? Who knows? Probably not back then. Um, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> And what, uh, the, the girls would get $500 just for walking in. What? Yeah, which is about $5,000 today. Walking the, the, into what? Walking into the room. And then this that, guy was, that was the pimp. cost of this getting in the room. This guy was a madam. Yeah. Mm. This guy wasn't a pimp. Yeah, yeah. true. That's, yeah. And I mean, and he complimentarily, he he was a madam. Yeah. Mm. These were hype. That's fuck a lot. But he wouldn't call himself a madam, you know. Okay. Because he doesn't believe in gender. No, me neither. Thank you. <laughs> I was getting upset. <laughs> they couldn't tell. And then in uh, 1955, um, his brother does a is, is working on this new time radio show. Like every noon, every day at noon, he would go down to the radio station and he'd be like one of the session players. Uh, he played a uh, steel guitar, and uh, he has he he'd tell, he'd brings Paul with him, and the regular drummer doesn't show up. So the host of the program of the Western Express radio show on KCNC Fort Worth, uh, this guy named Willie Nelson said, why don't you just have your brother drum? And Paul had never drummed before, but they're like, you'll figure it out. Don't worry. We'll, we'll count off with you. Wow. And so the whole time they were just like counting with him while one guy sang, while oh Willie sang. God, what a fucking nightmare. <laughs> but he, he figured it out well enough. He live on the radio? <laughs> yeah. Nobody was listening. Oh, my God. Why don't you have that guy do it? He has no experience whatsoever. <laughs> Man, are you high? Uh, well, as a matter of fact, yes. <laughs> Why don't you ask that high-class madam to drum? 
<laughs> Boy, she's manly. <laughs> Not that I see gender. <laughs> I've been smoking a lot of dube tubes. <laughs> yeah, back then, Willie had a, a short hair, clean shaven. Ugh. Uh, mm, really? Yeah. I just got out of the Marines. <laughs> Boy, was I not into that at all. <laughs> he was mainly, he was a songwriter. Um, a lot of his songs were, would get played by other musicians, and they, mm. would, they would have, like, you know, many hits with them. Um, That's pretty dope. Yeah. And then, so not long after this, Willie actually uh, gets, uh, gets basically called to Nashville, where eventually he'll, he, you know, puts out his own record of him singing his songs this time. And then he kind of takes off from there. But before that, uh, so Paul says after this meeting with Willie, he says, uh, he says, if I hadn't gone with Willie, I would be in the penitentiary dead. Mm. And um, he starts playing band gigs now. He starts, uh, it's kind of like a, a thing he's doing on the side. He's making so much money from the, the women and yeah, that, that it's just like a hobby for him. He's just playing music as a hobby. Yeah. I chose to beat drums instead of women. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Call me a freak. <laughs> Call me a pervert. Those other guys are wimps, you see? <laughs> I'm a pimp. <laughs> what I am is a percussionist. And a madam. <laughs> it's your classist Texas story. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just that, that outlaw country drummer madam. <laughs> With peroxide <laughs> hair doing the perp walk yeah <laughs> I think that's so fucking weird yeah just this whole twist of fate damn sorry guys I got a perp walk at 8 I gotta bounce early <laughs> somebody take over on the sticks but his, his, his family was a very religious family his older brother um, left the church and became a musician and so eventually his younger brother would do that too. And like, you know, in the church, they couldn't drink and smoke. And Yeah. Well, not in church. Yeah, yeah. But so is uh, like the, all of the kids eventually like got out of the church and became musicians, basically. Mm. Um, and uh, we should take a little break. Okay. Hey. We'll be right back. Little Swedish fish break. And we're back in How Texas. How are my teeth? Teeth look great, man. Yeah. The pretzels are shitting them. No. Yeah. What's up with that gold one, though? <laughs> I'm kid dynamite, motherfucker. <laughs> nice. Wake up. Wake up. Um. Back in Texas, mm-hmm. this guy is pimping, pimping, drumming, drumming. And so, uh, so you know, the thing with Willie was just like he would work with Willie every now and then until before Willie went to Nashville. But he also started getting gigs um, just on his own. Yeah. And other places, too. Um, you know, so he played a place called the County Dump, which was, <gasps> adja- which was adjacent to the County Dump. Nice. Was yeah. it one of those gut, gut and gut buckets, blood? Gut buckets, blood and buckets, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, County Dump? Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Especially because it's across from the <laughs> There was a bar in, uh, where, in, in Tucson where I went to college called the Meat Rack. Yeah? Oh. And it was like every other night of the, every, like other than Thursday night, it was like a weird redneck hillbilly gay bar. Oh, okay. But like Thursday nights, it was college kids. I like. Playing, I went there every other. Night. I like playing the county dump, see, so I can get dinner on the way home. I tell you, there's a Jerry Jeff Walker song where 
sings about his pickup truck. J.J. Walker? Jerry Jeff Walker, yeah. JJ Boom Boom Walker? And he sings about driving to the county dump, and I, I it never realized that was a, a not, venue. No, yeah, not yeah. the dump. But also, maybe it maybe. was. I mean, you have a pickup truck. Uh, so you play a place called the county dump, and uh, he said uh, um, they couldn't get anyone to play there because it was so rough. My brother and I picked up a trumpet player who didn't want to go. <laughs> I, I think that's called kidnapping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he said, I, I told him it wasn't rough anymore. We carry guns. That night, there were two oh, fights and one knifing. And the trumpet player never came back. Damn. He said, uh, sometimes he and his cousin Arville. A-R-V-I-L. A-R-V-E-L. Yeah. Uh, they worked at, uh, there was just a two-man band at a place that requested they play so loud that no one could hear the illegal craps, craps game going on in the back. That's smart. Yeah. That's just good sense. Yeah. Hot hand in the game of dice. Mm -hmm. And then one night his, uh, his, his cousin Arvel um, couldn't make it, so a replacement came in and that guy was stabbed. Jesus. <laughs> Didn't play loud enough, man. <laughs> You're not Arville. <laughs> <laughs> Snake eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to think he was like, I'm going to stab Arvel. He's not here. Fuck it. I'll just stab this guy. <laughs> so, these, are, these are fun. It's like, what a fun time at the bar. I know. All the stabbing. Yeah. Just, you know, this is, again, this, this weird, you know, mid-century justice. Yeah. Or lack thereof. Yeah, total lack thereof. And people are going, well, what are you going to do? Not go? <laughs> yeah. If you want to work. Yeah, that's exactly right. Don't go. You like playing bad music, don't you? <laughs> These are the best times of our lives. Here's the sound you're not looking for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, I can't You want to go back to making $5,000 a night, not <laughs> fucking guys for money? <laughs> or do you want to get stabbed blowing into a tuba? <laughs> I, can't wait, I can't wait till COVID's over so I can go back to the gut bucket next to the <laughs> county dump. Get stabbed or stab someone else. Who knows? That's Spice a good Spice of life. That's a good night. You got ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Stabbed and getting stabbed. Uh, eventually, he started he, he started expanding his pimping. He started pimping in Dallas, Waco, and then Houston. Ooh, big money. Did, he have, did he have hoes in different areas? I, I, probably. It's a big area. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. All uh, over the world. He's making about $3,000 a week from that. It's about $29,000 today. Good Christ almighty. A week. Huh. Um, a week. A week. And he's still pursuing drumming. Uh, yeah. He's and still, stab. Still doing his hobby. Victiming. His, his drumming, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he would be. Uh, he was known as the Bitbop drummer. What? Huh? I'm guessing that's the, the style. style. Yeah. Bitbop, bitbop. He usually played with just one drumstick and one um, uh, brush. That was usually. Uh huh. And was he kind of doing like that that rolling country style back yeah. then? That like, like. It was just yeah, just basic, keeping the pace. Yeah. Just keeping. Man, the time. I love this stuff. You know, I don't need to do this at all. I make thirty thousand dollars a week, <laughs> but I just like seeing motherfuckers get stabbed. <laughs> 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 and keeping rhythm. <laughs> Don't worry, we have guns. <laughs> <laughs> Which are notorious for blocking knives. <laughs> well, no, it's both, okay. both of my hands are occupied. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got here? Two guns and a trumpet. <laughs> Should be fine. Uh, so him and Willie were, were keeping in touch throughout this whole time. Um, if Willie needed money or, you know, if he was in town and needed or a place a to stay. Yeah. And, you know, Paul said Paul would let Willie stay at his place. And sometimes there would be uh, a young lady in the basement who would stay with Willie. In the basement? 
Yeah. Hmm. It's probably furnished. She lived yeah. there. With leather. Yeah. <laughs> Back from my leather days. It's, she a gator gimp. It's soundproof. <laughs> she a gator gimp. She's sleeping. <laughs> when you put them on their tummy, you put them to sleep. <laughs> when you roll them on their back... And you rub the tummy And they fall asleep <laughs> You know all the jaw strength is closing But once you put your hands around their mouth They can't open it That's true <laughs> Yeah That's true It's gator science <laughs> And all science mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> So then in uh, 1966 Willie uh, promotes his drummer to uh, a singer Paul English Oh, the other no, uh, his, his, his his drummer at the time. Yeah, yeah. He promotes his now, usual now drummer. Now he's got an drummer. opening. And now he needs a drummer, so he asks Paul for a drummer, a, a, the number of a phone number of another drummer. And Paul says, "No, no, no, don't worry about it. I'll oh, I'll do it." Fuck that shit. And I'm uh, the drummer. So he starts touring with Willie and drumming, and uh, then one night they're in San Diego, and that same drummer turned singer was also the accountant. His name is Johnny Bush. Huh. And Johnny Bush went to Tijuana, and when he came back, he was puking blood. Uh oh. So he goes to the hospital. Should have had guns. He goes to the hospital and and, and Paul does the the accounting that no. night. No. How many hats is this guy wearing? <laughs> Ten gallon, <laughs> madam, <laughs> bookmaker, uh-huh. uh huh, bookkeeper, bookkeeper, bookmaker. What am I saying? Candlestick maker, butcher. <laughs> yeah. Tinker, tailor, soldier, spy, <laughs> drummer. <laughs> you a drummer boy. You a bugle boy. <laughs> Uh, so when Johnny Bush comes out of the hospital, he's like, fuck it, I don't want to do the books anymore. You do the books. So now Paul is now he's the full-time accountant. And he's the money. He's, you know. He's got experience in, in racketeering. In charge of all the money now. Mm. And um, so what that means is that anytime they're getting stiffed, Paul's got to deal with it. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, he's got a gun. And he's got a, a brush. <laughs> he's got a brush. <laughs> yeah. I got a stick, a gun, brush. Lady Gimp, Gator, <laughs> oh Arsenal. Yeah, we got our whole, whole Suicide Squad here. <laughs> now, now Willie, we coming a little bit short up in the books, and I'm, I'm, you go, you gonna have to start hooking. <laughs> we got bills to pay, <laughs> Willie. And how much do you like this whole following your dream bullshit? Yeah. I don't need this money. <laughs> I make thirty thousand a week. Yeah, it'd be you, my friend. So they're they're in Florida at, at one club, and the the owner is uh, he originally offered them nine hundred, and then he was only going to pay him seven fifty. That ain't going to work. That's less. Yeah, and so uh, so so Paul was haggling with him to try to get him closer to nine hundred, and Willie comes in and says all or nothing, and then so, huh. So so Willie comes in and kind of blows up the deal, mm. and so the owner won't ha- won't 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 pay him the nine hundred. So uh, Paul runs out to the bus. He gets his gun. When he tries to run back inside, the door has been uh, uh, like barred shut. Mm. He tries to kick in the door, and then the cops show up. Mm-hmm. They knock it all off. And oh, then he, now the cops are yeah. fucking dead. And then he says, uh, "But you know what? Two months later, the guy got blown up. I didn't yeah. have anything to do with it. Yeah. No, <laughs> really." <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? Yeah. Man. Man, that's crazy. Like my my <laughs> That's called karma. <laughs> you should have got somebody to open your mails, huh? Huh? <laughs> Honey, I got this letter addressed from somebody named Karma. Let me do it. <laughs> drawn of the gator on the envelope. Ah, interesting. 
<laughs> I think I'll open it. Drawing a bikini. <laughs> it's the Lacoste alligator <laughs> of the polo fame. Yeah, uh, they said this is the Lacoste of doing business. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just walk into the baby's nursery and open my mail. <laughs> Bang. Uh, is it then the. Oh, oh. Yeah? I don't know. I just. Mm, rem- gotta, I don't know why this made me go think. For it. Inspired. Totally inspired. Maybe maybe you should tell me to hold it for later, but I'm, it's. Remember the David Lynch weather in the morning stuff? Yeah, 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 that yeah. and Nicolas Cage quick story I heard on NPR. Just, I'll tell it at the end of the podcast. Okay. Just reminding you to remind me mm-hmm. that thing I heard. <laughs> okay. On okay. the morning. Sorry. All right, folks. Stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned. So one I'm night, excited. Very all excited. All right, cool. Yeah, so they're torn. They're always, you know, getting stiff here and there. And one, so one night in New Mexico, they get stiffed again. So Paul commandeers a forklift. Oh. And he lifts the owner's T-bird into the air, takes the keys with him, and puts a note on it that says, come see me. Nice. Did he draw a gator on it? <laughs> <laughs> he said they got fully paid that night. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, one night they're in Phoenix and uh, uh, Willie's stepbrother, like Willie had his whole family with him. It's like his sister was is the piano player. Mm. His stepbrother was a uh, bus driver. And his stepbrother was playing pool with some guys and uh, and beat him and they stiffed him, you know, 25 cents. <laughs> and so he, he tells Paul, Paul goes over there and he says, pay in the court. He says, anybody who won't pay on a bed is a rotten motherfucker. And then they start fighting. And Paul's on top of one of the guys, beating him. And the other guy comes up and uh, starts strangling him with the pool cue. Oh. So Paul takes out his gun and points it at the guy's head behind him. Nice. Oh, that's pretty gangster. And as he's doing this, Willie walks in and he says... <laughs> Blazed out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, Willie walks in and he says, Paul will whip any one of you guys and I'll take the other. <laughs> Meanwhile, Paul's on top of one guy with his gun pointed at the other one. <laughs> Seems like you guys have this all figured out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Willie's just just making threats. He can't back up. Yeah. Oh, nothing. <laughs> Paul's gonna do. I'm it. gonna be outside getting high. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> this guy is a crazy. Paul will sucks your cocks. <laughs> All you <use> guys. <laughs> now there's a, a, a on an upcoming Patreon. I'm gonna go over some of Willie's stories. Just like him high on uh, PCP and just like, oh man, just, he went full Nelson. Just a complete maniac. They, they had one one time they had, a, had they had to like he was coming down for PCP and they had to have a guy stationed in front of his bed to make sure he wouldn't like get up and start wrecking the place yeah, yeah so you know pretty standard stuff you gotta have like 10 guys in front of the bed you can... he's a skinny guy you know? he makes Paul sound like the responsible one yeah yeah, yeah well, that's the fucking thing <laughs> that's really funny yeah this guy will do anything for me he's crazy <laughs> <laughs> anyways I'm gonna go smoke weed on top of the White House yeah you'd think I'd be the chill one but no <laughs> actually not well, you got no one to hold them, no one to fold them. <laughs> Not uh, even him. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> at, at one point, uh, uh, a band that's opening for them is angry at the the promoter at the, at the venue because they lifted the lights too soon when they were playing their last song before Willie came on. <laughs> and so he was the guy was arguing. He, he came into Paul and he was like complaining about it. So Paul just gave him his gun. Nice. Go, so that, that type of guy. Yeah. Uh, they understand this a lot better. <laughs> oh. Keep them lights low when I'm doing my ballads. Yeah, exactly. I'm a romantic. <laughs> I like the idea of the venue being, okay, let's wrap it up. Let's go. Willie it's Nelson. Loaded. This guy's on PHP, PCP, PCP. There's not another verse, is there? Oops, let's go. One time, uh, Johnny Bush, he, uh, uh, he started his own career, and uh, Paul invested in his career. 
and he felt the music label that Johnny was a part of wasn't promoting him enough. So he went over to the co the co co owner of the record company, mm. and he uh, he showed him his gun. and He said, "I'll tell you what I can do. I can take your ass out into the woods and tie you up with barbed wire and leave you there in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> if you can escape on your own, fine. Otherwise, I'll come back every day so you can thank me because I let you live one more day." This guy mm -hmm. is like uh, proto Suge Knight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love it. But he's not really stealing because he doesn't need to steal from his artists. No, no, because he's rich. But he's he rich. like, here's how I learned to negotiate. Yes. I hold you by your ankles over a balcony until you sign over the rights well, to the thing, is, baby. The, the thing is this, too, is that it's like, um, you know, uh, the the venues, uh, the, 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 the touring act, even, you know, back in Lenny Bruce, comedian, whatever, and musicians all throughout time. In the especially in the South, with all the good old boy system, the venue is just bribing the cops. Yes, yeah, they have yeah. money to do it, so they can always stiff the artist. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. you know, um, so it's really just like a losing a plight yes. anywhere you go. Um, so you know, I mean, to to, uh, to be able to, to resist that is it's not even gangster; it's just getting what you were promised. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm right. saying? And the way to get it. Yes, you did have to be a gangster because they were being... They were being a gangster. They were being established gangsters. And, you know, ones where the cops show up and they are your goons. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to speak a a, a, a a darker shade of crazy. Yeah. And the cops are probably the security at the venue, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, somewhere around this time, Willie convinces him to... Uh, to for, he convinces Paul to buy a black satin cape with a red lining... Oh, and so he'd be uh, on stage wearing all black with this. It's kind of like a Dracula. Yeah, and then he well, a judge. And, th and then he thought of the idea. Paul Ju did Judge uh, Dracula, <laughs> JD. <laughs> Court is now in session. <laughs> Count track. Sorry. All rise. <laughs> Lay down. So it's night, it's night court, obviously. Yeah. Combined with his cape, Paul also thought of the idea of putting dry ice around his drum kit. Oh my so, God! This guy is dope. So during the show, smoke looks like the devil, basically. Nice. Yeah. Uh, is there any uh, pictures or yeah, yeah, videotape? Yeah. Fil yeah, film? Yeah. Films? Yeah. Dry ice? Nice. Yeah, let me see here. You know, we, sometimes we get packages at the house. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. And uh, the I was we got one the other day, and it was supposed to have dry ice in it, but I got home late from work, so the dry ice had evaporated. Mm, but I was cool. really hoping to make some spooky, like, type of cocktails, you know? Oh, yeah. I know it's cool. not Halloween anymore, but, like, you throw some dry ice in a fucking G&T or something, sure. all of a sudden you're fucking Dr. Dreadful's drink lab. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, fucking Dr. Bizarro. Yeah, taming Prunella. <laughs> taming prune juice. <laughs> Whatever, you know? Yeah. Story of Prunella. Taming of Rebecca. Taming of Rebecca. Mm. Whatever, man. <laughs> Ever meet anybody named Prunella? That's a name? No. It's a weird one. It's porn, man. I've never met or seen some of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't find a good... Oh, here we go. Here come the judge. Here come Judge Dracula. Uh, oh. He don't take no shit. Oh, wow. He really went for it. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking nice, man. Yeah. And he's just he's just keeping time with his brush and his yeah, 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 his, yeah. his one stick. I'm 300 years old. <laughs> I can do this all day. Well, I can do it all night. <laughs> so 
So uh, mm-hmm. uh, we're getting to 1970 now. Uh, 1970, Willie's daughter, uh, Lana, is slapped by her husband, Steve. Oh, oh no. So, Steve. Steve. <laughs> uh, so Paul says, uh, I told Lana we could do something. We could break his legs. We have to do something to him. We, we can't go and leave him walking. <laughs> We'd have done that to him. That's nothing. Uh, then Willie goes over there to Steve's place, and he, 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 he goes over there, and he slaps Steve. Mm. So then Steve and his brothers come back to Willie's house and start shooting at the house. Oh, no. boy. That's mistake number 12. Yeah. So Paul, Paul shoots, Paul, uh, shoots uh, 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 .380 grain bullets from his M1. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just lights up Steve's car. M1's mm. a rifle. Yeah. And, uh, Carbine. He, he lights up Steve's car Maybe. and uh, talked about that. Steve drives off, and Steve comes back the next day and apologizes. And Paul says, uh, "I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad he did. Otherwise, I would have had to aim to kill rather than shoot to miss." <laughs> Good time out there. Now, in uh, Christmas 1970, Willie's house near Nashville burns down, mm-hmm. so they all move back to Texas and they travel in an armor-plated open road camper full of guns and kids rolling joints. Kids. Yeah, like, you know. Children. Children. I don't know. Well, if I don't know if it's ti- children. Well, they're their hands nimble. Yeah, they're probably like teenagers, you know, groupies. Are you sure or they're not blind Chinese orphans? <laughs> they could be. <laughs> I got these kids rolling my joints for me. Chinese. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, uh, Paul, Paul had, he, was, he stored guns everywhere. Like, he had guns in the piano in his house. Uh, he was always ready. He's out of key. <laughs> Every time I hit a D sharp, a fucking <laughs> explosion goes off. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have somebody come over and tune this fucking thing because uh, she sounds all wrong, boys. Uh, I mean, uh, I let my sister play it. <laughs> so uh, around this time, uh, uh, Willie, uh, Willie signs with Atlantic. Hey, and they let him um, ha- instead of using session musicians, they let him bring his own band to the studio. Ooh, mistake number one. <laughs> Most of them's kin. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, also yeah. the ones that aren't are peroxide boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, in 72 uh, Paul's wife Carlene commits suicide why'd she do that uh, there's no uh, no one says I couldn't find any info on that did she do it by dynamite <laughs> 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 she died by mail it's <laughs> the damnedest thing more <laughs> it was more more than junk mail from Lacoste I swear to god I've never seen something nothing must like... be done about <laughs> these French people you gotta get them these notorious Frenchmen oh, oh boy that's mail fraud <laughs> oh postmark Montreal I'll be damned <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that uh, the postmark was found uh, amongst the debris and dead bodies <laughs> that conspiracy <laughs> loose change <laughs> The gator strikes again. I'll be damned. <laughs> Shoot. Anyways, back to the studio. <laughs> anyway, St. Paul, can you call some of your hooker friends? <laughs> this is Paul's wife. Yeah, Paul's wife, Carly. Do we know anything about when he met her? Or when no, the, I couldn't find any info on that. Uh, he would marry again. There's only t- talk of her death. Yes, yes. Not, not when he met no, her. There's or no the, mention the, of like the, marrying the her. The love story. Nope. The whirlwind romance. Nope. Nothing. Nope, just, she died. Yep. Of what again? Committed suicide. By? Uh, hand? Hmm. Mm. Swamp. Suicide by swamp. So she commits suicide, and Paul, uh, he loses 40 pounds, just like, uh, mm. 
just it's 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 eating him up. And he said he said plus uh, her 110 or whatever. <laughs> and he said you know Willie was really helpful. Like he was uh, they they went off to like some venue and they're hanging out with like Bob Dylan and Chris Christopherson and they were just like. Oh, speaking of Gators, David Icke thinks Chris Christopherson is a shape-shifting reptile. Yes, Did you know he's, that? he's one. He's oh, one of cool. It's like Hillary Clinton, you know, yeah, all, all the fucking Bilderberg group. For, like, like he's he the Chris, Rothschild Chris and Chris Christopherson <laughs> of Blade. He's just the like right on the line of famous uh, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be, are there any non-famous people? That are Chris Christopherson. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's famous. Yeah, he's a good actor too. <laughs> Dude, those Blade movies are good. Blade, man. Blade Two. Uh, Blade Trinity, Whistler. They, they, he said that uh, they helped him get through it by just saying, uh, you know, um, you know, every every uh, one day is going to feel the okay. end one is day near. Is going to feel okay. But what did, what didn't make him feel good was uh, when longtime pedal steel player of the band Jimmy Day said, "Shit, if I had to be around you all the time, I would have killed myself too." Oh no! Oh, God, he did Dracula. he commit suicide by dynamite as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, by mail. He got a mysterious little. <laughs> So Paul Paul pulls out his, his twenty two and shoots over his shoulder, and then his Paul's daughter says, "Don't kill him." So Paul hits him in the head and throws him down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, sweetheart. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> I didn't kill him. Well, I don't think. Are you okay? He's fine. But then he, I'm fine. <laughs> he, he, he picks him up. He puts him in the car. He says, "I don't ever want to see you again." And uh, Jimmy gets fired from the band. Nice. Damn. And then by by 1973, he's like the money guy because now Willie is hosting uh, his Fourth of July picnic. Um, so Willie Willie would have put up this annual Fourth of July picnic, which would just be like this awesome concert and thousands and thousands. Is it in of people uh, would Nashville? Where does he have a tech? Uh, it's in Texas, Austin. It, uh, it's Austin. Oh, hey, nice. And uh, Paul would walk around with um, his money, all the hundred dollar bills, just in his front shirt pocket. Of course. Uh, he'd have a skinning knife at his hip and a pistol in his sock, just prepared for a pistol in my sock before for a barbecue. <laughs> yeah, for a barbecue. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's a pistol and it's in his sock. But the the pistol would come in helpful. Uh, it would be be very helpful. Uh, you know, if if rainwater, uh, the tarp that would cover the stage, if rainwater ever uh, uh, sunk it down, he right? Would just, yeah, just shoot shoot a hole into. Yeah, it. and then it would sure. leak right onto mm-hmm. the electric guitar. Yeah, and yes, and of course. <laughs> And thus so. creating rock and roll, which we all love. <laughs> right. Like it's one point twenty one gigawatts would hit the mm-hmm. thing and Yeah. <laughs> As forty thousand people would show up at the Fourth of July picnic. And it was I'm sorry, uh, how many? Forty thousand. Because it was it was a mix, it was it was this twist mm-hmm. of um the the Merle Haggards, the Waylon Jennings, yeah. with with uh, the Willies. So you got like the the outlaw country and with like the, the stoner. Yeah, yeah, they really just lined right up there, didn't they? Yeah, oh. and uh, J- was was Willie a highwayman? Yeah, that yeah. super group. Yeah, he was. Yeah, with Merle and, and was Neil Young in that? No, oh no, that was another one. That was uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. <laughs> I'm a little too liberal for those boys. <laughs> uh, who else was in I'm the not allowed in Muskogee, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, who else was in the Highwaymen? It might have been Merle. Merle might. No, been. Merle's definitely in there. Okay, so Merle, Waylon, Merle, Waylon, Johnny, Willie. I didn't even know Johnny was in it. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny Cash. Yeah. yeah. Anyone else? And Travis Tritt. <laughs> you said it, neighbor. Garth Brooks. Hmm. He was a driver. Dolly Parton. That's right. She <laughs> paid for everything. <laughs> uh, Waylon Jennings said of the 
of the scene that was being established there. He said, backstage, it was pot, whiskey, pills, and some cocaine. The audience was as twisted as we were, all day and all night drinking hot beer. Hmm. That's gross. <laughs> this is just a private picnic. <laughs> just 40,000 people grilling out. 40,000 of my closest friends <laughs> drinking hot piss. <laughs> drinking hot piss. <laughs> and uh, popping pills. Uh, and uh, uh, Jimmy Buffett said, uh, the French have a good word, laissez-faire. He said, uh, anything went. There's nothing like those first ones. There were a lot of hot-looking college girls. I always liked that crowd better than bikers. Yeah. Yeah, you think, Jimmy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, I liked it a lot better than Margaritaville, yeah, I'll tell well, you that. What's the average age of Margaritaville? <laughs> yeah, well, they're all 60 and gay men. <laughs> Which is cool. These are all college girls. I've never seen anything like it. I don't it. see gender, but I do see age. <laughs> Not a steel drum inside. I didn't say AIDS. <laughs> Fuck Jimmy Buffett, man. What a nightmare. Sorry uh, if you guys like Jimmy Buffett, but no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wrote, Fuck that guy. I wrote Pina Colada Berg 10 years before Margarita. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so what he's, what he's seen is, is um, a lot. Are you saying Willie's scene? Yeah. Okay. Willie's, even just the band itself is like a scene on itself. Uh, one of uh, one of the players, he said, I remember in Corpus Christi one night when everybody in the band was eating some mushrooms. And I said, I can't wait till Willie gets here. There'll be some semblance of normalcy. And then Willie shows up and he's taking some acid and he's tripping his ass off. And he says, I hope you guys can hold it together. Oh, nice. Uh, he said, everyone carried guns. Everyone did drugs. Everybody drank. Uh, <sighs> Willie's generosity paying all the hotel bills led to some drinking excesses with the crew. We'd stay up, we'd stay up for days. At one point, someone figured out where you're spending $80,000 a year on beer. Oh, my God. Which is about half a million dollars today. Well, how many oh. guys? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's I mean, the this show's budget is, you Yeah, know. and this is piss beer. Let's be, let's be real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about real toilet water, man. <laughs> what was their Jenkins budget? <laughs> Jenkins free, baby. I wonder what the, what the Jenkins free. What's the regular, what's the regular uh, piss in, in, in Texas back then? Lone Star. Lone Star? I don't know. I made that up. Shinerbach? Shinerbach seems like it would be. Is Shinerbach a, a pissner? It's a Bach. Yeah. I mean, piss comes in all flavors. Right, right. But I mean, like... I would, what's, what's, your, what's your PBR level? I would say, no. like... Probably PBR? PBR or, or, or... I mean, Grant, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't think PBR is a Texas beer. No, I think it's Wisconsin. Yeah, but Lone Star is a kind of a piss beer, right? Yeah, I haven't had Lone Star. I don't know how long it's been around, but I have a feeling for a while. Yeah. Curious. I'm curious yeah. too, uh, listeners. Uh, feel free to uh, Please, look, yeah. uh, look that up. If and... you have history of Texas piss beer, uh, let us know because I, I love regional piss. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. You can kind of taste the culture. You can. So in '78, they were uh, scheduled for a private party for HPO. Uh, they were paid seventy thousand dollars, but Paul wouldn't let him take the stage until he'd cashed the check. Wow. Very serious. For about HBO? Yeah. Well, this is 1978. Yeah. Right. That's like year one. Yeah. Private party. Yeah. $70,000. That's a pretty good chunk of money. Um, That's $400,000. Yeah. Just did a little bit of a dive on, on the early HBO thing. Was I telling you about it? Oh, really? That sounds You mentioned something about it. It was just like in like a certain part of Manhattan, like in the 60s. And it was because they had like underground cables because... They, they had so much shit going on above ground mm -hmm. that they didn't want, you know, that shit interfering. And so oh, okay. he was struggling to keep up with, with, uh, with paying for it. And so he told his investors, like, we're going to go wide with this thing. 
because uh, he was barely making ends meet. And um, he was just like, here's the deal. He just pitched the idea of cable. Wow. And then he got all these people to invest, and then it just took off. Fucking A. Crazy. That's really cool. And then HBO became the cable of cable. <laughs> yeah. 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 They make really good products. It's true. It was just like, I mean, it was just like a th- thrilling like idea where the guy is like, he was, you know, he wasn't going broke or anything, but like he was like, he was on vacation in Europe with his family. So obviously he's not destitute or anything, but he, he was having to like write back to the investors in New Man, York. Man, they got tits on the commercials on TV here. What if we did that and made these idiots pay for it? I mean, maybe that fucking did it, yeah. you know? And uh, so, so, hey, investors, you know that new TV you've been looking for? <laughs> well, listen to this. Yeah. There's two French ladies with their tits out and they're selling yogurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was that's it. Yeah. It was uh it was it was cool. It was uh, you know, he uh he was a longtime TV guy and he just like kind of threw this Hail Mary and it just totally worked. Damn. It did. Totally worked. But it had to start in Manhattan with that specific infrastructure. It, it was like yeah, at yeah. first, like it was kind of like almost like a like a bootleg channel, illegal illegal a- channels. Illegal. Oh, space area. <laughs> it was it was basically like that. But anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, all good. HBO year one. Cash, um, cash it, check. In Houston in '79, he was playing. Uh, the, the band was playing a gig, and some guy th- threw a full beer at uh, one of the performers. Full beer. So uh, he had security bring the guy back. And the guy said, I, "I." The guy said, "I used to be a boxer." And so uh, he said, well, "Paul said I used to be a boxer too." And then he uh, he was looking at my right hand, and I caught him with my left. Ah, that old trick. Some boxer. I just like that you're on stage. Some guy, you're like security. Can you just bring me that guy back here so I can beat him up, and then uh, we'll go back to the show. Well, I used to be a boxer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <it> <laughs> used to be a weight. <laughs> <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at his right. He caught me with the left. After that, I stayed cross-eyed, <laughs> so I could never be caught off guard again. Still throw full beers at people all the time. <laughs> Willie Nelson wrote a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, in 1980, they're playing this football stadium that uh, legendary promoter Bill Graham had rented, and uh, he rented out Waylon Jennings, Merle Haggard, Emmylou Harris, and Willie, and they're all playing there. But Bill Graham is pissed because the, the it sounds like shit. Like, the sound system they have is bouncing all over this empty stadium. And, uh, well, not empty stadium, but it's bouncing all over the stadium. And so Paul Paul Graham, uh, or Bill Graham, Bill Graham starts going after the uh, uh, the man, Willie's manager. Starts, like, jabbing him with his finger, being like, this oh. shit's fucking, this shit sucks. You're fucking this up. Why is he blaming Willie's manager? Because Willie's manager hired the, the sound. Ooh, well, then that's kind of legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of legit. But Paul sees this, jumps off of the band stage... Billy Graham doesn't see him. Paul knocks him out, punching him in the back of the head. And then he pulls his gun and and he stands over him and he says, you don't disrespect him. You don't point at him. And then he picks up Billy Graham and he brings... All of a sudden it's preacher Billy Graham, (laughs) televangelist. He picks up Bill Graham, carries carries him to a folding chair behind the stage, sits him there. Calls over one of the Hells Angels security guards they had. Oh, no. And says, you're going to watch this guy doesn't leave this chair for the rest of the show. And then he, as he, before he walks away, he says, he turns to Graham and he says, 
Don't talk to my people that way. We're working here. You could fire us, but I could fire you from the human race. <laughs> you a gator now. <laughs> you in a swamp. You're fired. I'll reduce you to a gator, and I'll hold your mouth closed so you can't eat. You ain't got no muscles. No, not on the way up. <laughs> I fired you from the human race. You a chump. You demoted. <laughs> I put you in one of my brothels in Fort Worth and you turn tricks. You fuck crocodiles and <laughs> fucking mamacits, newts, salamanders. So, so he's stopping playing in all of these times. He is the drummer for Willie Nelson. Yeah. yeah. And he's stopping playing, dresses Dracula, yeah. goes back and threatens <laughs> the guy putting on the entire show. Yeah, but yeah. I think in that particular moment... The, that was like sound check, or was that? No, I think, I think that was during the concert. I think it was during the concert. I'm not. Well, I mean, not listen, sure. are they going to miss his drumming? Are they missing this? <laughs> are they missing the one? Hey, two? what the hell is going on, man? I can't hear shit. <laughs> Whoa, where'd the awesome bass go? <laughs> There's no brushes. Dracula disappeared. Whoa, dude. What the fuck is going on? This is totally crazy. It's just a good time, I guess, you know? But I mean, And also, how lucky was Willie Nelson to have this guy around? Seriously, yeah. Well, Willie Nelson, uh, he, him and his wife named one of their, their daughter Paula. Dracula. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So Willie Nelson is like, you know, going around like early fucking like, you know, music royalty, hearing about the colonel fucking over Elvis, and he goes like, mm, nah, oh, I, I, got, I got a madam. Service service of justice. I'd like you to meet Madam Dracula. <laughs> I get every penny and then some. I think I'm... <laughs> I think I'm like human trafficking now. Yeah, I, don't I, don't know. I think I also get a pound of flesh. <laughs> Dracula, what do you say? <laughs> I mean, w Willie was like notoriously generous. Uh, there, he would hire people just being like, "Oh, you seem like a good guy. You're hired." You know, just yeah. It just it, he was yeah. constantly giving people money just to just but to did, be did around. It ever, and did it ever become a thing that this guy was a bit of a gator? <laughs> that he was gonna he was gonna rip off Willie, or was it always all good? No, no. Dude, I can tell you right now, just this guy's vibe. No way. No way. That's so crazy. Yeah. He's he, just like, he loved he, doing it. Yeah, when you're that guy, I mean, you're that guy. Nah, you're not fucking over that guy. Yeah. You're not fucking over Willie. Now, this is an inverse of that. Remember I, when we did Chopped Up Jukebox? Uh, we played that uh, that band from Texas, uh, Power Trip, that lost their singer recently. Right. And they start with that quote from Blood Simple, the first Coen Brothers movie, and he goes like, now what I know is Texas. Down here, you on your own. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't sound like you are on your own. No, no, not with Willie Nelson. No. No, the whole family's there. It sounds like fucking the family and, you know, all the girls he's got in the brothels mm -hmm. and the Johnny Bush gets a better deal <laughs> and yeah. every fucking, everybody this guy comes across like, you talk to that waiter the wrong way, I'll, I'll split your head. You go from waiter to gator. <laughs> like a liquid split. <laughs> I got the power of a transmutation, boy. I'm telling you, oh, you, oh, you, I'll make you a swamp kid, and you sleep forever. People be making suits out of you. You, you think you like a lawsuit? How about a swamp lawsuit? And I'm the judge, dry clean only, Dracula only. <laughs> <laughs> Draculine, um, Draculine only. <laughs> That's stupid. That's really dumb. I'm so sorry. That's really dumb. But you know what? I, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> listeners. <laughs>
I think that's what you're listening for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And of course, the immaculately researched and presented swamp profile. Lawsuit. Swamp law. You want a swamp law? I think I was now. wearing a. You were. You were. You were wearing a swamp law shirt in the in, Dallas. In Dallas's uh, animation. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Swamp law. We're, we're working on the pilot. Green <laughs> 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 <Bling> justice. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's just us, <laughs> man. Wigs. So, so uh, uh, Willie, uh, Willie's a um, incredibly generous guy, um, but also, you know, he he did look out for the people who that uh, like one guy. He made this guy Rothbaum. He made him a manager after Rothbaum took a fall for Willie's uh, for for uh, for Wayland's uh, Wayland or Willie uh, Rothbaum. This guy he took a fall. He took, he 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 claimed uh, it was his cocaine during, ah. during a bust. Goes to jail. And and Willie is like, wow, this guy's a solid dude. He makes him his manager. Makes Rothbaum. Yeah. Jewish fella. Yeah. His manager. Yeah. And, and Rothbaum- My name is Hyman Rothbaum, and that's my cocaine, <laughs> Your Honor. I love it. I can't stop doing it. It's my favorite. Look at me and my giant Jewish nose. How much cocaine could I do? Lock me you up. You have to understand, that's I need this much because I'm so sleepy. My good friend Willie, who is clearly fucked up, is not his cocaine. These are good country boys. These are peroxide boys. Dracula is allergic to cocaine. They would never dream of it. Lock me up, throw away the key. Call me in the morning. Dracula won't even drink my blood because it's so poisoned with chop. I'm a disgrace. Put me in a gator suit and put me out of my misery. I want swamp justice. Please. <laughs> Sentence me to the brothel. <laughs> I will serve up pleasure to all you good old boys. All you guys. How did I get involved in this crazy outlaw country situation? This is me. far from my meager beginning. If only my mommy could see me now. <laughs> Doctor Acula, call me when you wake up at night. <laughs> So stupid. Okay, so Rothbaum. <laughs> so Rothbaum tells this story. Is his only his, uh, he didn't die by bomb. Did he? <laughs> he was the guy sending them all out. One of the first shows he's a manager at. Uh, two FBI agents show up, and they say, uh, "They say I'm here. We're we're here to talk to Paul." And uh, so he, Rothbaum's like, "No, no, no, no problem." He he takes them backstage, gets them uh, some coffee and sweet rolls. And he calls Paul over and he says, Paul, <laughs> Paul, these two agents want to talk to you. And Paul looks at him and he says, I like to fucking talk to you, but I can't. So you can't talk to me. And then he left. That's funny. Don't worry, Paul. I put, I put some <laughs> I put some barbiturates in their coffee and sweet rolls. I've stalled them with Danish. <laughs> They're none the wiser. Rothbaum says after that happened, he turned to the FBI guys and he said, uh, Danish? Sweet roll? Oh. <laughs> You're shitting me. No, seriously. <laughs> Are you enjoying it? <laughs> so, how was your cooler? <laughs> As you can see, I provided a full continental breakfast. <laughs> a full spread. <laughs> can I get you boys some coffee? <laughs> Paul will be right here. <laughs> <laughs> you boys like some cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fiend, personally. 
And so any word about what they were looking for him for? Or? No, no. He probably drugs. Probably a host of issues. Yeah, we- I mean, weapons charges. I mean, eventually Willie got busted for the IR- by the IRS. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think the FBI has anything. But it's probably drugs and weapons and yeah. something like that. They, or, yeah, or, they were the rap guys of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Not paying the, the, Brad, the Brad joint Dirty. rolling children in the bus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. The fucking UNESCO or whatever came after. <laughs> UNICEF or uh, whatever. Yeah. Dude, I don't... NASCAR. Whoa, NASCAR. Huh? NASCAR came after you. NASCAR. Their own kind? <laughs> <laughs> um, we do speedy justice. So, yeah. uh, uh, so, uh, uh, one more, um, uh, I just got more stories. Uh, uh, so, uh yeah, feed more. us, feed us, please. They're, uh, they're, they're playing a show and they're playing with Jerry Lee Lewis. Hey, uh, he, uh, uh, he, he, he married a child. Yeah. Probably one of those joint rollers that escaped. <laughs> yeah. Also loved guns and pianos. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, is, uh, he comes on stage, and Willie's sister's playing the piano, and uh, Paul mm-hmm. says Jerry picks up the corner of the piano, and... and the what of the piano? The corner, the corner of the piano. What, is he like, fucking superhuman? Well, no, to, to, to the top, you know? Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the lid. Yeah. The nice. lid, yeah. And uh, Paul sees this, and he's like... You know, yeah, Arsenal. I think he says Jerry is peeking in, but it, then he, so what he does is he's like, I don't want him to fuck with with her piano with Billy's piano. Mm. So he just takes his gun out and just puts it on the ground where Jerry can see it, just to say, you can't. Don't. I love those moves. I love moves on the like, ground. If it's yeah, like in, just, any situation, like or a move. I think it was actually in Blade Two, mm. where it's just like. Just, just show, just sh- you, you, you think you got the guy in your sights, and then you take another look, and he's just mm-hmm. got the. I'm just gonna put that there for you to see. I love right, that. It's right. such a yeah. passive aggressive. Yeah. I'll murder you. Move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. It's the guy my grandfather would pick up on the bus every day. Get, had the gun in the. He thing. would just show him the gun in his <laughs> in his belt, yeah. and would, all right, get on. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then I'd be like, so what would happen when you'd be on the bus? He'd be like, I'd look in the mirror, and he'd be staring at me in the mirror, <laughs> smiling. <laughs> Every Did day. That, didn't that guy stop something from happening one day? No, no, he no, just no. rode for free for yeah, life. Yeah, he rode for free forever. Yeah, just show everybody a, a gun. My dad of a heart attack. <laughs> my grandfather's like, I don't give a fucking shit. Get on the bus, you yeah. loser. What is this? The biggest heist of your life? <laughs> you, you need this more than I do. Should we take a break? Let's take a quick break. Sure. Be right back. And we're back. Hey. How's everybody doing out there? You guys doing good? How's everybody mm-hmm. doing? All right, so hit me with more of this shit about Paul. All right, so Paul, English. <laughs> Feels like Paul. Um, you know, so, so it was, he was a good guy to have in a band for many reasons, but as his son noted, he said, if you're writing songs about shooting people, it's nice to have a guy who shot people up there on stage with you. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know somebody on stage had a gun, and it was probably the guy on drums. That helped him get out of a lot of tricky situations. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. And he could cook the books. <laughs> yeah, he's also he, like a general, you know, I mean, he's also the judge, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not good, guilty. He's got good judgment. I, th- I, 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 He was one of the managers, I think, who said that as, lo- as long as he was asleep, everybody was, was safe. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very funny. <laughs> He's the best guy you can be around when he's sleeping. <laughs> I mean, I love the guy. Yeah, that's the thing. They all they all say, 
hard ass. What a what a lovable guy. Yeah, total hard ass. Except for that one dude that got kicked out of the band. But so I blow my head off if I was with you all the time. <laughs> so that's Jimmy right, Day. Really? That's Jimmy Day. Jimmy Day. So 1981. Yeah, Daywalker. Willie Nelson, Roger Miller, and Jimmy Day are playing together at Willie's studio in Austin. Uh-oh. And they were uh, they were three of the uh, members of this old uh, country band. And uh, just so happened that Paul stopped by the studio that Ooh-oh. day. So Paul walks up to uh, Jimmy Day and just knocks him out. <laughs> God damn. It was 10 years later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. And so Willie goes... Willie I mean, says, when you're a Dracula, 10 years is like a blink <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Of exactly. <laughs> and Willie, Willie goes, goes to Paul. He says, why'd you do that? And Paul said, uh, I had a feeling there had been a security lapse. And then he left. Oh, that's funny. Nice. <laughs> that's really good. What kind of loose-ass shop are you guys Why'd you here? do that, Paul? I'm a psycho. Do you know me? You've been with me for years. <laughs> you remember when you fired You've been the, best, the biggest beneficiary of my psychodom. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? This guy, I'm a widower. This guy said she should have. It made sense. I should knock you out. And I only knocked him out? I didn't blow his skull apart? <laughs> I didn't drain his it. soul through yeah. his neck? I didn't send him to the swamp or make him a gator gimp? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking Christian. Wake man. him up. <laughs> Roll him over. Take your hands off his snout. That gator gimp sleeping. You gonna wake him up, Willie? <laughs> I'm gonna put you in a full Nelson. <laughs> or a full anal Nelson. Oh no! <laughs> You've seen it. No, I haven't. You told me about it. I can't believe you don't know about the full anal Nelson series. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. Mr. And Pete? I, you know Mr. Pete? Uh, no, I don't know Mr. No. Pete. Well, I mean, a few other. Sounds like a bad dude. No, you know who he is. And you know the move. Mr. He's, pretty, he's pretty old. He's still doing it now. Yeah, well, oh, he started when God. he was really young. He was yeah. basically you know who an orphan. He is? Yeah. You're supposed to be the good one. No, no, no. no. You, you, you see a name old like man, Mr. P. Old man. <laughs> it's a, this is a new class. I mean, it's, they're old now, but, you know, we, the, you know. The new generation? It's the taste of a new generation. No. He's one of these guys who's, like, not attractive at all, but has a big fat dick. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you know what? He's like James Dean Light. And he's of the he's of the James Dean class, porn star James Dean, yes. James D E N, yeah, right, right, right. D E E N, D E E N, yes, yes. he's a, he's came up same class, yeah, same class, both draft and same class of human. Uh, Good Jewish boys, uh, Mr. Pete might be. Anyways, uh, he, I think he was. Uh, is he is he uncut? <laughs> no. Well, then it sounds oh. like he, he's chosen. <laughs> Rabbi Pete. Um, full anal nose. Eh, we'll get to it. All right, yeah, we'll get to it. No, we won't. Oof. I don't want to hear any more of that ever again. You fucking were all ears. Huh? So uh, I... Um, exactly. There's one story uh, about Paul that I think is uh, pretty great. I'm going to save it um, to the... To after I get through the end here. Oh, okay. Not for the pangs. Patreon yeah. subscribers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 1985, he's one of the first members of the Farm Aid board uh, with mm. Mellencamp and Willie and Neil Young. Mm. Uh, you know, <laughs> everything is pretty... You know, 2010, he has a stroke. Uh, he gets back on the road shortly after. Mm. And then he uh, he died uh, this year, um, 2020. Oh, shit. February 11th, uh, age 87, after uh, about with pneumonia. Jesus. Was it to COVID? No. No. It might have... Actually, it might have been. This was... It would have. It could have been here. Then he's touring. Yeah. You know, old guy. It absolutely, could have been. He but, could have just spent too much time in the daylight. Yeah, but they wouldn't have known it. It was COVID then. Yeah. Well, uh, outlaws also usually wear masks. 
<laughs> They're bandits. Not the not the country musicians, Chuck. No? no. All right. Maybe it was COVID. Mm-hmm. Could have been COVID pneumonia. Daylight kills COVID. Who's to say? He hangs out at night. So now you saved this one story to to to. So there's a to wrap a, up. A couple little nuggets. Uh, his son Robert Paul Jr. Um, he said that when I was about ten, me and my cousin Joey were playing hide and go seek, and for some reason opened up the piano, and there was two big sawed-off shotguns and several assault rifles. Well, that's, I don't know what you keep in your piano. And then he also <laughs> said this. Coke. <laughs> but Paul Jr. said. Uh, Either his or his dad's favorite piece. Uh, favorite piece remains discreetly out of view at home. Uh, quote, it's a big 45 that looks like one of those guns they confiscate from Mexican drug lords. It's silver with a gold trigger and engraved with filigree depicting my dad having an orgy with several women down the left side of the barrel. And on the other side, he's eating some girl's pussy out. No! I gotta see this gun. If I'm pointing it at you right over the barrel, it says, welcome to hell. Nice. Oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> My dad's favorite piece. <laughs> it's, it's most likely in 1911. And he's eat, he's he's having an orgy and eating pussy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, wow, giver, taker. Yeah. Giver, ta- yes, it, it is. Butcher, that's, that's, baker, yes. candlestick maker, <laughs> yes. spy, tinker, yeah. tailor, soldier, twink, manager, <laughs> bookkeeper. <laughs> and I also, actor. <laughs> I also handle the fan club. <laughs> I'm also a notary public. <laughs> it probably, it probably was. If you ever wrote a letter to Willie Nelson, I probably wrote you back. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a murderer. I have excellent penmanship. <laughs> you probably learned that in jail. <laughs> Well, I also mean I'm also president of the chess club. Did he? Did he? Uh, did he admit to any like? Uh, of the Lacoste bombings on his deathbed or anything? No, no, no. He didn't say I killed my wife. <laughs> no, no, no. He said he he said he, other than that one failed dynamite attack, he didn't have anything to do with the bombings. No hmm. shit. That's what he says. It was Rothbaum. <laughs> yeah. Rothbaum. Nobody suspects a good <laughs> Jewish boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was the mastermind of the whole thing. Mm. I didn't carry a pistol once. The pen truly is mighty, fellas. <laughs> I hid behind my Gata alias. <laughs> and I got a mailing address in Montreal. <laughs> That's it's really stupid. dumb. Why is that what gets you? It's so it's stupid. So dumb. It's so tough. It's really, really stupid. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Now, hold on. Uh, first of all, that was very fun. Thank you. That is preposterous. That's yeah. a really good it's, one. I mean, yeah. really, really outlandish. And um, and then in the, I mean, the gun. I also don't know if uh, I love the guy. Right, exactly. I kind of feel a, like I character. do. He's yeah, well, you know, you know, is that guy's a pain in the ass, right? And he's a liability. Is he at but, all? But n- girl, not not as much for you if you're you know if he if he's part of our crew, he's n- n- the maybe, girls. The girls working for him never get hit. Yeah, you if want any, that if, guy if around? If anybody hits them, it's gonna be fucking like war. You know, you got uh, a goddamn gator bomb in the mail. We all of us have had somebody who is a worse liability than him around in our lives. Yes, it sounds like he's not a liability at all. It sounds like he's actually kind of the judge. 
It's actually kind of like, you know, yeah, a, I mean, yeah, a, a it, was a, it was a different time and place and scene, you know, any one of us or our friend pulls a gun out and shoots it over people. I mean, right. You, it's within context, but yes, but also in, he it, seemed it, like he had a, 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 a compass, a moral compass. Yes. There's, there's not, you know, because oftentimes, you know, the guy that is the heavy a la Suge Knight will slip up. Will no, not only that, he, he, or he's, he fancies himself the honcho. Right. And I'm it, just I'm just the drummer, not yeah. a good one. Yeah. And uh, you know, this guy is going like, "Well, I don't even fucking need this shit to begin with. Yeah. I, just, I just like to hang out and party." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and and uh, I don't know, maybe like the fucking playing in a band thing was just like good for his ego, or he just like was having mad fun doing it. But he did, like, he did say the women really liked the outfit and the dry ice. So he probably no. Had a pretty I, good I, time. Yeah, I live my life by those. Things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though he's got a stable of them in three cities in Texas, that's business. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just Chicks saying. Chicks dig the cape and the dry ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's me holding up. <laughs> yeah, who does this remind you of? <laughs> Willie, Willie, check me out. Yeah, guess who I am? Willie, check me out one time like this. <laughs> I'm Dracula. Get it? Uh-huh. You're not looking, Willie. <laughs> Willie's starting fights with other people. He'll kill you. <laughs> Shit, Willie. God damn it. Yeah, I mean, he's a fucking maniac. Look at him. He's Dracula. For- I just wanted to play dress up. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really, it's really, really interesting. Um, he does sound like, you know, he's. Now, how, how, like, involved in say like the criminal underground do you think he stayed while he's doing this stuff or does he just become part of that whole operation and he leaves the, I, the brothels I, and everything behind yeah yeah he left all those behind at some point. he did probably probably when he maybe 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 when he became when he was able to get into the studio it, sure it, it, it never says exactly when he left but maybe he was still getting some like you know, now am, uh, I, uh, yeah. am i fucking crazy or passive income what yeah. year what year would that be ish uh it would have been like uh 1970, maybe. Okay. 1972, I think. So then, when Willie signs, am I crazy, or did you tell me when you were kind of figuring this thing out that this guy had some kind of fucking overlap with Jack Ruby? Oh, that's a good. I remember something about that, but I don't know if it was this guy. Well, because I wouldn't be surprised. Well, it's a nightclub in Texas, Uh. you know. Uh. But I thought I remember you telling me that somebody you were looking into had some overlap with Jack Ruby, which would be, I mean, first of all, Jack Ruby had, you know, like, like, a, I think it was kind of a strip club thing. Yeah. Um, well, that one guy is, we, shot we, Lincoln. <laughs> and then that guy <laughs> shot him. <laughs> Boston. Do you remember anything about saying that to me? No. It sounds, but I think we might have brought something up about Ruby on the uh, the eunuch that killed. John I mean, it, it, it is probably something like you know Ruby was involved with gangs, mm. and Paul English was involved with definitely gangs. definitely underground. And, and there was a gang bang on his gun. But <laughs> but Paul English was born in thirty two, so Kennedy was killed in the early sixty three. Kennedy was killed in sixty three. Yeah. No, oh, I'm really? sorry. I'm sorry. November right. 63. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So that's still, that would have, that's, that that's still while Paul English is like a, a little uh, rascal in Texas and in the underground uh, crime and nightclub scene. Right. He was like, I know how we should do it. We should 
put, we should mail him a bomb into the car. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, fuck. I, <laughs> he probably talked Ruby into it. You're not just going to let Jackie chase after those brains, are you? <laughs> this guy's got to go. She lost her husband in front of her eyes, you fucking scumbag. I'm a widower, too. <laughs> I know how she feels. <laughs> Look at her with that cool pink hat. Next thing you know, she's going to go marry some Greek son of a bitch. <laughs> you don't want that to happen. <laughs> I thought you were a patriot, Ruby. <laughs> Yeah, Ruby's a bit right. Ruby is a guy that's just so fascinating because I don't think he he died of cancer, right? I'm pretty sure he was Alex Jones. Died of cancer mm-hmm. in the in in the can, and uh, I don't think he ever said shit. Mm-mm. No, 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 he didn't. Because I mean, and you know, he he's on he's like there's footage of him walking up to Booth. And no, no, no. I mean, bef- like before they move him the first time, when he hears whispers of him being moved. You can see like him he's and there. he's there. He's stalking the place out big time. Um, and then there was a thing about like uh, car horn honks. Like oh, wah, signals. Wah. Yeah, signals and like shit. Like the umbrella man and the fucking yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's the, I know we're jumping all over the place now, but what's, what's the consensus on Ruby? Well, I mean, do you think that a nightclub owner would kill Oswald to, out of respect for Jackie Kennedy? Dude, Maybe. Pe- I don't know. People are fucking weird. Yeah. Man. Okay. Sure. It only takes But it's a guy in the underground. Yeah, I mean, you know, can, I mean it'd be it would make more sense if he was a Patsy getting killed. If and, he worked and, at a hardware store. Kind of. A nightclub owner is a little bit different. I guess. Yeah. And just, you know, the but, whole like I'm saying, like the good old boy system where the cops are tied to the yeah. nightclub owners, and that's why you don't get paid when you tour through like it's all kind of a community, and then also. So they had did they, did they have shit on Jack Ruby, and they're like, now nah, we got to pull your card because what what's in it for him? Well, it would, it, it would have to yeah. be it would have to be benefiting people close to him, right? That's the only reason it would be motivation for him to go to jail and, and shut not up, say anything, or threats against people he loved, right? Threats, uh, blackmail, etc. Yeah. Uh, also, you know that whole. Like good old boy system, it seems like definitely mm-hmm. uh, benefited JFK in that election because of LBJ. So that's why it's also like leads people to believe that and LBJ, the mob. LBJ was involved in the assassination and stuff like that. Um, and I don't know if that's the case, but well, he got the voter, he got the Civil Rights Act passed. But definitely, Jack Ruby was underground yeah. Dallas guy, mm-hmm. and yeah, they 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 could have crossed paths at some point. It's that's definitely conceivable. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that's I. I'll have to look through. I, Man, I do remember something about Ruby. Yeah, something about Ruby. Just but it might have been something else you were talking about. You talk about a lot of stuff. You're interesting guy. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That was really nice, Matt. Thanks. I like that one a lot. I do too. Uh, I, it's it's if, unique. If, any you bringing up capes and dry ice? Uh, yeah. <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> just the idea that back then you could have this one guy around with you and not get fucked around as a performer. And not only that, you wouldn't get fucked around, but like anybody that just didn't deserve anything bad happening to them was under this guy's protection. And was this like also the beginning of like, listen, the drummer is a fucking psychopath meme? Like, I don't know. The drummer's always the wild man. Yeah. Right, right. Tommy Lee. Yeah. The one arm guy from Def Leppard. Yeah. Uh, Animal. Keith Moon. From the Muppet. Yeah. Muppets. Sure. 
Keith Richards. No, Keith, Keith Richards is not the drummer. Keith Moon. <laughs> Why are you saying it as if he said it? Yeah, I thought I you said Keith Richards. I was like, <laughs> Keith Moon. Keith Moon. <laughs> um, <laughs> other various drummers. Charlie. Uh, he's not wild at all. He's like the most boring one. Charlie in, Parker. Charlie from Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. Charlie Watts? What's his name? Charlie what? Charlie Hebdo? I can't remember. <laughs> Charlie Hebdo. Charlie's the one that looks like he's fucking like like the grandpa from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 20 years ago. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl is just a nice guy. Know, it's it's really like the least wild one. I there. know. It's, things change. Chris Novosel looks like a libertarian now. It's a <laughs> yeah, nightmare. Yeah. It's so weird. What a disaster. Eesh. Now, Aaron, you told us you had... I did. I did. I told you something. <laughs> I told you fucking something. I'm gonna... I told you motherfucking some shit. I gotta fucking that. So, you know, Matt, you did that wonderful little thing on... Um, Do you need the ox? Uh, dongu. I need a dongu. A dongu. I can, I can just put it on the mic. It's oh, a dongu. It's an all fine. Um, you getting that? It's the new iPhone. I'm good. That's right. And uh, it's got a... It's got a cassette player in it. Yeah, that's cool. A track, uh, VCR, man, mm -hmm. uh, Betamax, and ba yeah, of course, Laserdisc adapter. You need a dongle for the Laserdisc. I mean, it does DVDs and Blu-rays? It does. And HD DVD. So um, does it take the max load or? <laughs> it's the Pro Max load. Twelve. <laughs> Prolapse load? Oh, oh God. Prolapse God. load? Oh God! <laughs> iPhone 12 Prolapse. I don't think a dongle's gonna do it. <laughs> a doctor, maybe. <laughs> Uh, so, Matt, you did that wonderful little thing on uh, David Lynch. Mm -hmm. In a media episode, yeah, recently. Yeah, media episode. And then here I am in the morning. <laughs> I'm waking up. I'm doing my whole routine, right? Drinking my coffee. I'm listening to NPR, you know, mm -hmm. Lakshmi Singh, hmm. Corva Coleman. Lakshmi Singh. Barbara Coleman. Barbara. Barbara Coleman. What? Huh? Corva Coleman. Got it. Barbara Klein. <laughs> Jack Spear. Right. Hi. <laughs> and during and then I then it'll it'll go from the NPR news hour and then it'll go into like KCRW or KPC local okay. the local NPR affiliate. And then they just they go and now let's go to the weather. And this is what I hear. Good morning. It's November 17, <laughs> 2020 and it's a Tuesday. Here in LA, another clear morning. Very still right now, <laughs> 55 degrees Fahrenheit, around 13 Celsius. No. One night long ago, oh no, I was in a limousine with Nick Cage and Laura Dern after a opening night screening of Wild at Heart. Love that movie. My favorite movie. And this song came on the radio. And we cranked it up loud <laughs> as we flew through the streets of Hollywood. Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Unfucking believable. Should be going up to around 78 <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit this afternoon. No. 26 Celsius. And it looks like we're going to. Be once again enjoying those beautiful blue skies and golden sunshine all along the way. <laughs> Everyone, have a great day. Oh, that's And then after sweet. that, the rate. Da -da -da, da -da -da. No way. Then NPR plays Cashmere right after that. Oh. And I was like, 
That's pretty Fantastic. nice. Fantastic. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah. That's real, real nice, Aaron. It's a good start to my morning. Yeah. Never need this to say. Yeah. And was Puff Daddy on the track? Yeah, it was Come With Me from the Godzilla soundtrack, <laughs> actually. <laughs> they played the superior version, clearly. Nice. Then Brain Stew, <laughs> also on the soundtrack. Very, I bought the single. <laughs> very, very nice. That's real fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just Cashmere. Cashmere. Red and then, Zeppelin. Then I think he's going to play the song. 70 nope. Degrees. 78. <laughs> But thankfully, uh, very NPR, still. Uh, KP, KCRW played Cashmere for us. Uh, That's really nice. That. That's really nice. Mm. I was just, I'm Lakshmi Singh. Just looked up a picture of her for the first time like last week. Oh. I was like, this is a name I've been hearing forever. I have no idea what this person looks like. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. It's weird, huh? These people you've been listening to forever? Diane Reem? No idea mm-hmm. what she looks like. I'm just going to Not the it. foggiest. Ira Glass? No idea what the dude looks like whatsoever. Mm. His glasses. What you can do is you can see what we look like over at YouTube. Yeah. And Aaron looks real good. Try not to every not. T- Matt, Oof. you won't last five minutes looking at our feed. <laughs> Matt looks real nice. What? Dang. Are you doing uh, hockey player hair? Is that what's going on here? Oh, I just, I'm not getting a haircut. No? Yeah. You playing hockey at you all? You want to see nope. your teeth sound? No. Complete the look? No, I don't want to... Hockey smell. It's a mm, hockey smell. smell. Why are you talking about dudes smell like hockey get, get equipment the, earlier? You, you, you get the COVID. He goes, Boom, problem solved. You don't smell nothing. He goes, <laughs> he's talking about how gross hockey players are. He goes, they smell like hockey equipment. It's mm. like, well, yeah. Yeah, it's disgusting. Oh, because it soaks up all the. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, isn't, so that, isn't that football, football players and. The, at least the, the hockey equipment, it freezes out the bacteriums. Sure, that's good, but there's there's more equipment with the hockey. I know, yeah. probably something like squid. Because they yeah. throw squid yeah. on Gigi Allen would wear a yeah. jock strap when yeah, he first came out. That's smart. That's smart. <laughs> Prude. Yeah. And weirdly, it smelled great. Huh? Yeah. Wow, because everything else smelled like shit. Well, yeah. He's Jesus. He's Jesus. <laughs> exactly. He's Jesus Christ. He is. He is. Our Lord and Savior. All in. Should we say goodnight, fellas? Goodnight, fellas. <laughs> We're ready. I'm going to say goodnight. My name is John Fahey. My name is Aaron Peter. Mepperso. Goodnight, everybody. We love you. Bye. Bye. Podcast Network.